Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the resident Gen Z at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, middays with Andrea and Robert, and the drive home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. In honor and memory of Matthew Perry, actor well-loved for his character of Chandler on the show Friends, Mark shares a story about how he encountered God. So over the weekend, you probably heard the news about Matthew Perry and the tragic drowning that happened over the weekend at his home. Of course, Matthew Perry, best known from the hit NBC TV series Friends. I remember in college, on a Thursday night, you could walk down the hallway. Pretty much every room had a TV on with that TV show. I mean, it was everywhere. Of course, he's been in the headlines for a variety of things. A well-documented struggle with addictions. I think they have read that he spent over $9 million in trying to go through different paths of recovery and times of recovery. And then I read something just this morning that I thought was really powerful. I didn't know this about his life, but a year ago, the folks at Focus on the Family's Citizen Magazine shared an article where he was talking about, he was on a national media tour to promote his memoir book, and he began to talk about details of an encounter he described where he believed he had an encounter with God. Here's what he said. Of course, he had had plenty of struggles throughout his life. He had an addiction that uh, nearly proved fatal. In fact, he had an opiate overdose that led to a burst colon and an extended hospital stay. said he was given a 2% chance to survive that night. They put him on a ECMO. That's a special machine they call the Hail Mary. Five people that night were on that machine. Four of them died. He says, somehow... I made it. He was hitting rock bottom. And in his book, he says this, I decided to turn to God with an earnest plea. He said, God, please help me. I whispered, show me that you're here. God, help me. As I kneeled, the light slowly began to get bigger and bigger. It was so big that it encompassed the entire room. What was happening? And why was I starting to feel better? He said, I started to cry. I mean, really started to cry. He said, that shoulder-shaking, kind of uncontrollable weeping. He said, I wasn't crying because I was sad. I was crying because for the first time in my life, I felt okay. I felt safe, taken care of. Decades of struggling with God and wrestling with life and sadness, all was being washed away, he said. Like a river of pain gone into oblivion. He said in the book, I had been in the presence of God. I was certain of it. Isn't that remarkable? And that is our positive difference story of the day. I am still struggling to wrap my head around the idea that Matthew Perry is gone. He was too young, only 54 years old. But there is hope that he did indeed find God. And who knows, maybe we'll see him making friends with everyone in heaven. Up next is Mark and Christy, talking about their busy and adventurous weekends. We're glad you're back, Christy. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be back. I I do miss Colorado a little bit, though, because it was absolutely beautiful. We're trying to give you the Colorado temperature experience today, at least. That's that's the truth. No. And I remember what Thursday, you were a little nervous, a little, actually even a little glum. 
Because you're like, oh, man, we have this great girls weekend planned. And then yeah. the four, it had been gorgeous weather there mm-hmm. all week. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, man, now it's like going to plummet temperatures. Uh, it's kind of what we're getting now. Mm-hmm. Just not ideal for yeah, hiking they, and all that stuff. Right. And they were calling for like six inches of snow and all of that. And and I really considered, I mean, we planned the trip four months in advance and this is not something we've ever done before. And it was just kind of a, a neat, exciting getaway and been planning for it forever. And so I thought, oh my gosh, we're, we're going to get up there and we're just literally going to be stuck in the Airbnb for four days because of the weather. Mm-hmm. And it turned out, honestly, to be one of the best trips I've ever gone on. I love that. I remember listeners, they were like, hey, we've experienced it. Like mm-hmm. things that did not turn out like we planned and God somehow just turned it into an incredible experience still. Yeah. And, and honestly, the weather ended up being the perfect weather. We got the best of both worlds in Colorado. When we got there, it was like 1230 or one o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. And it was 73 degrees. And in in Colorado Springs. Yeah. So we got to go to this place called Garden of the Gods, uh-huh. which is these massive rocks. You're just like, what in the world? These are just hanging yeah. out here. And then the next day, it, it was colder, but we went up Pikes Peak. Okay. Which it's over 14,000 feet in yeah. the air. It takes an hour to drive up to the top. A Isn't lot of people. Like one of those windy road kind of. Oh yeah. my goodness. Mark, I have never done anything like that in my life. I was spazzing. Like they don't, have, they have guardrails around like the 90 degree turns. Everything else is on your own. Every, yes. And I thought, why is this normal? Like, and everyone's going slow. Was that the road? The picture you sent me a picture that had a road that literally looked like it's just sky. It's just like a yes. road in the middle of the sky. And you don't know what to expect. You're going around these curves and it you are above the clouds. You literally look like you're going into the sky and you will. If you go straight and you don't turn, <laughs> yeah. it's game over. And wow. I just thought, why is this normal to everyone that we are, we literally, if I take a, a wrong turn here, I'm we're flying off the cliff. And everybody's doing it. Yeah. And one one of the <laughs> girls, her name's Lauren. She was in the back. And I was driving. I had, you know, my hands. Yeah. What is it? Three o'clock? Ten nine, and two. Or, or, yeah, yeah, ten and two. And my palms were sweaty. I didn't tell them that. Like, I mean, they didn't need to know the driver yeah. was a little, you know. <laughs> Nervous. Yeah. And But I looked in the rearview mirror, and she was always looking straight. And she'd have her eyes closed a little bit. And then she would look straight. Like She couldn't look out. Yeah. Because it really was pretty nerve wracking. It was wild, but it was amazing. Was it beautiful when she got to the top? Oh, yeah. And it was beautiful every time you glance out, but I couldn't be watching very much out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the road. Right. Because, yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, I've got all these girls in the car with me, and in a way, their lives are in my hands, and it kind of tripped me out, but. Anyway, of course, we played all the songs okay. while we're going up, all you know, way, yeah. can you take me higher, you <laughs> of know, course. And Whitney Houston's, you know, higher love, just all, all of it. Uh-huh. But it was just a great trip. Uh, Meg, uh, one of the girls with us, she said, she goes, I almost don't even feel worthy of this, but, but we are, you hmm. know, just talking about how incredibly beautiful it all is yeah. and, and how God has created and made just in all over the world. Um, but here we are just getting this glimpse and you realize the magnitude of how small we are too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how beautifully, uniquely 
is intricately woven each of us are and how incredible that is. And so we had this really cool little discussion about that, about our value and how God created us. And we think this is beautiful. Well, we are that also in his eyes. And so just really incredible. That's really good. So what 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 did you do while I was in Colorado? Aha. We haven't talked about this yet, huh? Last minute road trip. Okay. This was... I'd call it the Super Bowl girl dad weekend for me. I have two daughters uh-huh. and this is one of those weekends. I'm like, I'm not going to forget this for a long time. Aww. Friday night, Sweet Ruth and I went to the uh, 40th annual TP game. She wanted to go hang out. And I was like, hey, really? You want to hang out with me? She's like, yeah. So we went through the toilet paper with everybody else. That is awesome. Had a blast. Well, I did see the the video on the Morning Show Facebook yeah. page. So was that from your phone? Yep. You took that yep. video? That was okay. our view. It was amazing. Yeah. We got, a, got a great that was seat. awesome. All the toilet paper, all the stuff, mm-hmm. which is a blast. So it was just fun to hang out with her. Um, and then my college girl had an extra ticket to a concert in Dallas. And um, late in the week, she was like, Dad. Want to take a road trip with me? And I'm like, just tell me when and where. Of course, like who turns down yeah. that, right? So we got to hang out for Aww. a couple of days, did the concert, all that kind of fun stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I know it's one of those, as a dad, you're always wondering like, man, I know I didn't do a lot of stuff right. And do your kids actually want to hang out with you when mm-hmm. they don't have to, or, you, you know, you're not just meeting every single need kind of thing. Yeah, that's incredible that she, she wanted you to go to that concert with her. And you always hope, I remember years ago talking to somebody like, hey, I'll always love my kids. I hope I like them as they get older. <laughs> and, and I thought, oh, it's kind of silly, but I get it now because you, and I'm like, man, it's, these are like remarkable young women mm. that are fun and enjoyable and insightful to hang around. Mm-hmm. And you realize, man, we definitely didn't do it perfect, but God's been faithful to grow these two ladies into mm-hmm. some pretty cool women. What a blessing. Yes. And even I got a little glimpses of like, oh man, God, those seeds that you plant when you're just trying to like do the right thing as a parent. And now you later on, you get to see them begin to grow and take root. So for us, gratitude was always a big deal and we wanted to instill in our kids. So one of the simplest ways we could find to do that was these gratitude journals that we've had since they were young and we'd pull them out uh, on a, you know, while we're having lunch one day and be like, all right, everybody fill out the gratitude journal and let's talk about what, you know, so you can share what you want kind of thing. Okay. Right? Just to try to practice it mostly because we needed it as mom and dad too. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving on the road trip with my college daughter and um, she's telling me about her year and adventures with her roommates and all that kind of stuff. And then she starts telling me about a wall in their room that's become their gratitude wall. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Like I was in, like, in her well, dorm it's room? what? It's what? She's like, yeah. Yeah, we were going to use it for like putting a little TV projector on or whatever. We're like, no, we decided the most important thing we could do is make it a gratitude wall. What? And so she and her roommate have been just posting stuff up and writing stuff down and remembering things. And I was like, oh, man, God, you're amazing. Because we just kind of like broken as we were trying to just do something that might matter and hope to plant a good seed. And you're growing it into something so much 
bigger. Yeah, and, and how many kids, you know, college kids come in that room and they see that. Right, and you wonder, They're yeah. like, what is What's that? The well, it's a gratitude it. wall, and mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, that's wow, really cool. love it. I chuckled at Mark's point about he'll always love his kids, obviously, but he hoped they'd turn out to be people he actually liked. Reminds me of something Dr. Jordan Peterson once said about how you should raise your kids to be people you like. I'm grateful that I like my family, my family likes me, we all get along, and I think it's beautiful seeing how Mark connected with his daughter on this trip and how he got to see the ways God used his parenting to make an impact on her and her roommates and other people in her life. You know, you reap what you sow, and the seeds planted in kids now will make a huge impact on them and the future. Now here's the best breaks from Andrea this week. 90.9 KLRC. I love that Jesus is a friend. He's one of those friends too, where it's like you want to hang out with him. He is really just a refreshing person in your life. You walk away just feeling like, oh man, that that was a good conversation or a good time. I'm ready to hang out with them some more. <laughs> I think of John 14, where Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. I love that. He is a source of peace. It just shows that whenever we spend time with him in his word or in prayer, oh man, we're going to walk away feeling so much better. 90.9 KLRC. Well, according to the internet, today is National Stress Awareness Day. Very interesting to have a day like this, but also very fitting. It's the first Wednesday of November is when this day is recognized and perfect for as we've kicked off into the holiday season and things are starting to become a bit of a blur, a bit of a whirlwind. And if you sell anything right now, if you're at work, it's just madness to just sell things before Christmas. And so make sure to set some time aside, take a few deep breaths, recognize that a little bit of stress isn't a bad thing, helps us meet our deadlines, help us have that little bit of adrenaline rush. But also if it's becoming a little too much, ooh, maybe take some steps back, prioritize you a little bit. And not a bad thing either to get into the word if you haven't been. We know that God is a great source of peace and his word is a great way to get a little bit of de-stressor in. 90.9 KLRC. Well, there's a little bit of sadness and a little bit of joy mingled in with that today here in Northwest Arkansas. If you went to Park Hill, you probably knew of Dr. Paige Partridge Hicks. And she was my doctor for over half of my life and helped me through all sorts of life stages like getting married and going through fertility testing and treatments. And uh, she passed away from brain cancer on Wednesday. But what a beautiful testimony of her life because people have just come and shared story after story of her compassion and her love. Just the difference that a good doctor makes in the world and the legacy that they leave. And she loved Jesus. And we know that she's with him in eternity. And it's just so cool that her love for Christ just overflowed into her work with how she loved others so well and made every patient feel so special. So today is her funeral service, and we pray for the team at Park Hill as they mourn. We pray for Dr. Hicks and his family as they mourn the loss of a mother and of a wife. And it's going to be a hard journey, but we praise God that the separation is not for forever.
This has been a season of loss for many individuals that I know. It is such a hard thing to walk through, especially when the holidays are approaching and it just makes all of the feelings stronger and harder, not having your person with you. If you're walking through that season right now, I hope you experience the peace that surpasses understanding and you feel supported and comforted by some friends and family right now. Coming up, here's Anson and Kara. Anson, I have returned. My husband and I just got back from vacation yesterday. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back and I genuinely mean that. Like, you know when you get to that point where you you think, you know, this has been really fun. Vacation is great, but dot, dot, dot. Ah. It'll be really good to get back to fill in the blank. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we all have that. Sure. And maybe it's not always like work, but maybe it's like, oh, it'll be really nice to get back to like my own bed. Oh, that's a big one. Or other things like that. Well, I bet you can't guess what mine was. Um, <laughs> did it have something to do with cats? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I was like so ready to get back and see my cats, but here's the, here's the fun part. Yeah. It wasn't just me that was ready to get back to the cats. On the way home, we're driving, and my husband goes, I call time with Gilbert first. Oh, wow. The kitten. Yeah, okay. because he has really bonded with this sweet little kitten. That's and fun. Gilbert loves his dad. Uh, he loves both of us, so we were both very excited to get yeah. back to our cats, <laughs> and we received a very warm welcome. Well, as Kara mentioned a few minutes ago, this is one of our favorite days of the year uh-huh. here at the station because there's this thing called Downtown Trick or Treat, which Kara has uh, just <laughs> renamed Breaking News. Sorry, guys. Into the Parade of Cuteness. It's true. Which I think actually is probably a more appropriate name <laughs> as we just have an endless horde. Can we call them a I horde? Mean, yeah. Of cute kids walking by our studio windows. It's the best kind of horde. In though. amazing yeah. costumes. So cool. Yes. The most cute <laughs> horde you've ever seen it's true (laughs) and uh there are some really great costumes this year that i've already seen yeah um my favorite category however of costumes i think has to be the people who dress up as food yes (laughs) (laughs) like these are kids after my own heart it's so true right because most kids they're like you know what do you want to be oh i want to be mario yeah or princess peach exactly or yoda or a jedi or something cool like that and then you have (laughs) the kids like me who are like no you know what i want to be a taco yeah because i just really like tacos (laughs) because that's just near to my heart there's that bag of cheetos that walked by earlier (laughs) that was adorable saw one girl walking by dressed as a lime right you know i mean i like limes too maybe not my favorite food (laughs) but you do you right that's right A few minutes ago, I was talking about how my kids last night engaged in a ritual that I remember from my childhood. Uh And that is once all the trick-or-treating and the trunk-or-treats and the fall festivals and all that stuff are done, you come back home, you dump out all your candy onto the table, Uh and then you trade... With your brothers or sisters or cousins or whoever. Oh, it's so cute. Giving away the t- the candy that you're not a big fan of. Yes. Trying to acquire more of the favorites. Yeah. Maybe even, you know, ripping off your younger siblings. Oh, well, you you're know. you're a very savvy trader. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was one other thing that happened. Okay. As they were doing this and all the candy trading was going on. Yeah. Uh, my wife walked over and she declared that there would probably need to be a mom tax. A mom tax? Involved in the proceedings. <laughs> But of course. And I don't know if your parents ever charged a tax on your candy. <laughs> this makes sense. Uh, yeah. Kids don't listen for just a second. Yeah, but yeah. I think some parents kind of do that without their kids even knowing. Oh, maybe. yeah, maybe. <laughs> Kudos to my wife. She was trying to be upfront about well, it. Well, that's good. She was like, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to learn about how real life works. It's true. 
you know, and taxes and that kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, for every trade, you gotta, you know, you gotta yeah, pay your you gotta taxes. Pay some taxes. My uh, oldest daughter tried to pay her taxes in uh, the little Whopper oh, candies. Oh, yeah, no. Because nobody likes those. Yeah, that's not gonna work. And my wife was like, yeah, no. sorry. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't count. You gotta give me the good stuff. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, my mom had a mom tax on us kids, but it wasn't for Halloween candy. It was for any time us kids enjoyed a snack. She would say mom tax, and begrudgingly, we might give her a piece of our snack. Kind of hard not to when you know that she's the one buying you the snack. Seems only fair. And as a nanny myself, I will confess, I may use the tax system. Especially if the kid has a goldfish snack. I mean, kids have to learn about taxes somehow. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.